What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. Oh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this amazing, great, big, fabulous, gorgeous, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark and I am your host and I am so happy that I get to be this hosting this show, that I get to have this time with you, that you take this time to come and play with me and with us. And uh, however you're doing that, whatever platform you're choosing to play through, um, I thank you and we thank you, my show and I and my my co-creators along with me and the network. Um, it's just amazing that we get to play this way. So uh, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, thank you and keep doing that. And if you're listening on Spotify or Speaker or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any uh, platform, anywhere in the world. Thank you for choosing to play and thank you for choosing to consider different possibilities for your life. Um, that is what we love to play with here on the Inspired Choices Network and that is what I love to play with as a soul and body intuitive and coach or you could say facilitator. Vibrational alchemy is my thing and it is a field that I like to play and dance and create in and that's what I get to do and I am so grateful and I feel so incredibly honored to get to do that, to get to be that and to get to play with that with all of you. So. Thanks for coming by whenever, wherever, and however you're choosing it. <laughs> we're grateful. And um, we're having especially lots of fun closing out this 2019 power-packed year. Holy moly. It has been quite a ride. And um, we are playing with uh, a series right now, if you weren't aware of that. It's the Resolve to Evolve series and uh, something that's been really up in my world and has really been um, a part of what I'm seeing with a lot that's going on around me as well as a lot, probably the majority, I'm going to say 99% of the client work that I'm doing right now. It is really about the intensity and the... Um, the magnitude of, of what has been going on this year, especially with the way the energies are dancing, the way the planets are dancing, and the way we're choosing to play, um, what it's bringing up is what do, you, what do you want? Who are you? What are you about? What do you want to do here? You didn't just come here to play tiddlywinks. And if you did, then um, that's cool. And if you didn't, but you haven't really acknowledged that yet, that could be a little uncomfortable. And so this theme of evolution has been way, way up. Um, and it's not just about Darwinian or um, any kind of theory or, or um, oh, what's that word? <laughs> Program or uh, it, it's not a philosophy as much as it is a process that we can actually choose. And it's not necessarily about our physical DNA only it can be and it can be so much more than that and what if more of us were just willing to have ease with the process of 
what is my evolutionary journey and what do I want to play with? How do I want to play? And am I really willing to have my awareness of what I came here to play with and how I would like to play with that. So there's no wrong answer in this great big laboratory (laughs) or like I like to say this planet Earth playground. It is about play. It is about experiencing and having adventure. So this Resolve to Evolve series was born out of that. And last week we started it off with beautiful Candace Mao talking about joyful evolution. If you didn't get to enjoy that conversation yet, you can do that on the podcast page. You can also do that. Uh, it's, the podcast should show up on any of the platforms that you're playing on. And this week we continue the conversation with our beautiful, uh, another sister host here on the station of mine. And um, we call her the parent Whisperer. This is Mary Deravis Parrish. She hosts the BU Parenting Show here on Inspired Choices Network on Mondays, and um, she has another amazing story in her. Her life has been this beautiful journey. I'm going to let her tell you about that here in just a second. But um, we are really wanting to dive in today to the whole parent thing as we talk about evolving parenthood. Um, so welcome, Mary. Hello, and thank you for coming Hello. to play. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Um, it sounds like what we're really doing is we're evolving the whole idea of evolution into something so I much greater. That. Yes, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. It's like get it out of the textbook in the structure and paradigm that it's been in because it kind of got locked in there. And and yet, like, what do we know? What are we aware of? I love that. Thank you for bringing that into words. Um, And thank you for all that you do and be. I have the joy of getting to produce you quite often as a producer here on the network um, when I get to wear my producer hat. And I love your shows. I love what you bring to the table and the party and the and the process. And I love how you have really been choosing your own evolutionary journey, your own steps to evolve you, both as a person and a parent. You have this beautiful story. Um, and I'm just going to let you kind of share that with folks for for so we can kind of introduce you to anyone who might not already know you. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to you for a moment. Tell folks about what got you to be you parenting. Oh, gosh, it has been quite a journey <laughs> and evolution, of course. Um, I became a parent at the age of 17, not having a clue of what I was doing, but also in that thinking, oh, I'll just do what my parents did. You know, how hard can it really be? And I think a lot of parents show up just, you know, I'll just go with the punches, you know, without really having any set idea of what it means to be a parent. And I think I just bought into that. This is just what you do. This is what you become. You become a parent and that's what's Mm -hmm. expected. And, you know, and so you do everything that you think is the right way based on what everybody else has told you is the right way Mm -hmm. to be a parent or a parent. And... Mm -hmm. So I tried that. I tried to squeeze myself into that righteous mold of doing the right thing, you know, that 
when I got pregnant was like, okay, the right thing is marry the man, right? And so I did that, and that didn't work so well. And so that ended and was like, oh, but, you know, I don't really like being alone. There's something wrong about being alone. So pick up the next guy that comes along and try to make that work. And, you know, so that was just kind of my story of trying to make everything fit into this ideal, this fantasy, this you know, preconceived notion that everybody has about what it means to have a family and to raise kids. And, of course, the turning point for me was when my middle son, Ben, at the age of 19, took his life. And that woke me up. That really woke me up to, all right, Mary, there's more to this than what you see. And you either stick around and find out what it is or, you know, let's just be done with it. And those were my options. And... Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that kept me here was I still had a younger child to raise. My oldest was on his own and, you know, didn't really need me, so to speak. But this younger one, I still felt maybe I can do something here. You know, maybe I'm not a total failure. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, mm. it turns out I am still here. <laughs> and that... That whole experience has evolved me to so much more of who I am than I ever thought I was before. And it has empowered me to look at my life from what do I want to do? What are my choices? What, you know, what's holding me back? Where am I stuck? I mean, all these things that we just pile on to ourselves. And it's been, you know, almost 20 years of letting all that stuff begin to just go away. And, you know, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm certainly not done. But I am in such a bigger place than I've ever been before. And, you know, when I came to that crossroads, there was a question that was asked of me, and it was like, what do you really want to be? And, you know, what popped for me was, I want to know what this joy thing is. Like, what the hell is joy? (laughs) And my life had not been much joy at all. (laughs) Like, really. I know. Right? Like, right. Living in the essence of that. Um, Yeah. And so that's been my journey, really, to evolve into more joy of living. And I really feel like I'm moving more and more into that fully. So, so good. I, we could just spend the whole show unpacking what you just said. Like, so, so good. And I, I love exactly what you said and where you went because um, I think that is, like, from, from where I'm sitting and just kind of noticing what's happening around me, I see, well, and I notice this with my own family, I see this. Very interesting thing that occurs, not sure exactly what to call it, but it's something like this um, bizarre juxtaposition when when people become, quote-unquote, when we become parents, right? That is like, do you, do you, how do you have your own evolutionary journey and be a parent? Because there's this kind of unspoken expectation or condition, I think is what, more of what it is, that... When you become a parent, you give everything else up, including yourself, right? Even though we don't want to do that. So that sort of sets this perpetual sort of um, 
struggle or tension in motion that I see in a lot of families and with a lot of people who are parents. And and whether they're parents of human babies or, or animal babies doesn't really seem to matter all that much. It's more of like taking on this, you know, what we call taking on, I'm doing air quotes, this responsibility. And, and it's like, well, now I'm a parent. And so now I have to blah, 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 blah. But we have no idea what the blah, 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 blah really is. It's like we're all just guessing at best because, like you said, we're kind of doing what we saw done. We're, we're just basically copying that without really checking in with ourselves to see, like, okay, does this, does this even bring me joy or energy to do the next thing even, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So did that right. – did you find – and do you find, because in your work with parents, would that be one of the sort of starting places that that comes up a lot is, oh, wait, who am I in this process? <laughs> right. Oh, and that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's exactly where BU Parenting came from was, you know, we focus so much on what am I supposed to do for this child that we don't look at how are we showing up and how is that affecting mm-hmm our children and what are they picking up from us and you know it is you know what we do does directly affect who they become and just as who we are has been affected by how we were raised and totally <laughs> there's a place to be able to come into the awareness of well what if there's something else possible here like what if i don't have to give up my life to be a parent and what exactly. if by not giving up who I am, I'm actually modeling for my children a way for them to be in this place of they're valued, they matter, because you know that you matter and you're valued. You're not sacrificing your life for someone else. Exactly. Exactly. And I love we that. Have, yes. We've placed so much value on the righteousness of sacrificing ourselves for other people that mm. we don't look at what am I left with afterwards or even in the process. And oh, that boy. doesn't mean that we can't care for others or that we can't be in service of others, but it's a change exactly. of attitude of how we're doing it. And it's coming from a place that really connects to that joy of living that by doing yes. this, this, this um, brings more meaning to my life and it doesn't take away from my life. Perfect. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. That is a perfect space for us to kind of bring in this etymology because you know, if anybody knows me, if you listened to the show before, you know I love <laughs> to play with etymology of words. And so, uh went to one of my favorite references and resources, the online etymology dictionary, and I looked up parent. <laughs> So what I found is most intriguing and I think fantastic. Um, the word parent, and this is as a verb, or is actually from around the early 15th century. And uh, um, it's from the old French uh, meaning father, parent, relative, or kin, as in kindred, from around the 11th century in the Latin, which is I don't know if I'm going to have the right emphasis on this, but I think it's parentum or parentum, but it might be parentum because that does sound more Latin, um, from father or mother or ancestor. And then the noun use of the present participle of parir, which is 
not sure exactly. It almost sounds French. It actually literally is to bring forth, give birth to, or produce. (laughs) And I thought that was so cool because when we played with the etymology of the word evolve, it is about unfolding and bringing forth as well and expanding. And so I thought, whoa, this gives a whole new way that we can actually play with parenthood. And the other words that were popping for me when we were talking about putting this show on was um, parental guidance. You know, we hear that term a lot, parental guidance. And it's like the the guidance gets left out a whole lot from, from the way I see a lot of things or from a lot of the things that I see. There's There's not a whole lot of guidance. It's like we do that, we go parental, but we have no real confidence or 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 foundation maybe that's the better word the foundation of parenting which if we play with the etymology that bringing forth you know there's where the guidance comes in it's like we don't come here to own our children we come here to guide those that we bring forth yeah exactly and you know it's funny it doesn't say to reproduce or to make a mini you or to place them into what your expectation of what they need to grow into and be. It is about bringing them forth and letting them evolve into who they are. You know, I've been watching different things on Facebook as new babies come in and it's like this whole mini thing. Oh, it's a mini me. It's a mini. It's like, Oh my God. No, it's not. It's a, it's a mini them. (laughs) And they are so powerful and they are so unique and, you know, um, oh my Absolutely. Gosh. I do not oh, want my goodness. to be a mini me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it said something about, you know, we try to create them in our image, but that just is not what it's about. <laughs> and if we take a look at our image, that really just really sucks in a lot of ways. Like, that's the know, part right? we actually give them is the sucky part. <laughs> I know. Because we don't oh acknowledge, we don't acknowledge the strengths and the you know, the gifts that we bring, because that's not valued. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's boasting. That's being too proud. Yeah. That's vain. That's all that yeah. stuff. There's more value yeah. in, you know, looking at what a, you know, what a weakling you are or, you know, all of the right. things that you're not good at, you know, and putting yeah. a lot of emphasis yeah. on that. And that's what your kids get to actually show you and yeah. mirror back to you. And that's where you have and conflict with that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hear, I mean, we, we, I think it's, such a popular story too this whole struggle to be a parent you know like that's another thing that gets activated with you know uh, when we become parents you know it's like we're this really wacky thing about struggle and i not to make light of the challenges that parents face and not to make light of the fact that yes in in some instances in fact in it can be in many instances there is some effort, some degree of challenge and struggle involved from any number of circumstances that we might encounter. And the the focus being on the struggle, I think, is where we just we end up creating more struggle rather than, okay, what is a way to navigate beyond the struggle? Like we have within us the ability to do this different. And that's part of what I so appreciate about your bringing your work into the world and and being the invitation that you are being to a different way of 
parenting. And you even uh, have, a, have authored a beautiful book, and it is Empowered Parents Empowering Kids, two of my favorite words, empowered and empowering, and parenting kids. <laughs> and, and, and you say it is a guide to be you parenting. So, um, yeah, like I do, I am very grateful that I'm seeing more people who are stepping forward in this time and space and saying this has to change and we have some things for you to play with and we want to invite you to do this different. And, and that's not – this conversation, for everyone listening, this conversation is not to do any sort of make wrong on how you've been a parent at all, ever, oh, in no. any way. Because we all have our process. And this conversation really is, is largely about look at how we can do it from here. Look at how else we can do it. Look at the totally different ways that it can be done. If we were to suspend all of the importance that we've given the hard parts of parenting and actually look at what if we could give importance to um, the guidance and the nurturing and the fostering of self-esteem and confidence. And, and I have said for years in my practice, uh, because this is part of what I've seen, that um, the the unfinished healing or energetic process of the parent will show up in the children. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be fairly consistent, not because it has to be, but just because this is part of how we play together as families. And and that's a fascinating thing to me. So I would like to, um, after we take a quick little break, I would like to let you kind of share what, you've noticed about that um, in your practice and how you play with that um, with BU Parenting as well. So, oh, there's so much here. I don't know if we're going to get it all said in one hour. And this really is about being an invitation to all of you to um, just be willing to consider something else, something different. We talk about everything having to do with um, aligning divine, which is really about having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day, even as a parent, <laughs> when this conversation comes in, even as a parent. So what if you could choose that? What if you could have that? And would you be willing to consider that possibility? So we're going to take a quick break. Yes, this is Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark here with Mary Dravis Parish. We're talking about evolving parenthood in our Resolve to Evolve series as we are celebrating your unique evolutionary journey that each of us gets to take and choose and have. And we will be right back after this message. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives, and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network and on whatever platform you're playing with at the moment. Um, thank you for joining us, however you're doing it. We're talking today with parent whisperer, Mary Dravis Parrish, and we're playing with the Resolve to Evolve series, and it's all about evolution. And today's topic is Evolving Parenthood. And we're getting into some juicy stuff. So, Mary, if you would, give us some of your perspective and your take on this thing about what our children reflect um, to us. <laughs> and in yeah, many cases, carry for us. <laughs> well, and, you know, and that is that is just kind of the process, but it's also the gift that we get as parents to receive is that we get to see ourselves mirrored. And so those mm -hmm. things that we're maybe not willing to look at by ourselves, our children are very happy to present them to us. And not from a place of making yourself wrong, but from a place of greater awareness you know, of, oh, I need to expand my my sense of focus here of not just on this kid, but on who I'm being and who I'm showing up as. And, you know, most of us, when we're, we were raised as kids, we weren't given this type of guidance. You know, we were given the guidance of how to be a success in the world of that reality of all of that. And that meant you had to fit into a certain mold, a certain box to be successful. And for many, that meant that you could not acknowledge your own uniqueness, your own gifts, your own talents to pursue life in the way that really allowed you to contribute back to life mm -hmm. and to feel like you were truly living. And I think that this also contributes a lot to why we have so many suicides and why there's so much depression in the world and, you know, because people aren't allowed to be who they are. And I know that's that can be a misnomer, that whole idea of being who you are. Um, and mm -hmm. and that's what I love about the evolution, the evolving part, because that's really the process of where we get to explore who am I being and how is this working for me and where is it not working? And again, but not from a place yeah. of judgment, but from a place of being yeah. empowered that you can change what isn't working. 
And those yeah. are the things that we did not grow up with the tools to know how to do. And so there's been, fortunately, people who have been pioneers in moving into, you know, conscious awareness and how we can navigate this. But a lot of it for each of us is about stepping out into the unknown, playing with, letting go of some of the things that we've used as our our pattern, our our way of reacting to look at a different possibility. Yeah. And that's what I love bringing people into is just that different possibility because if you keep trying harder in the way that you're doing you're just going to get more of the same right we need something different (laughs) we need something different like now yes yes and you know the funny thing to me and i of course i always say i love irony and i find this to be slightly uh, slightly ironic is that each of us has been a kid right Yep. <laughs> I mean, we we've been on the receiving end of the parenting thing, and many of us have been on the receiving end of some very unhealthy and very faulty and flawed parenting things. And so, like, it that's part of what makes it so like bonkers to me as people like they become parents, and and then like all recollection of that. And and um, like the benefit of that goes goes away, like it just falls out the ear or something. I don't know. Um, so like there was something as you were talking around something that was popping for me around. It seems like we have this funny thing we've also done so far, um, largely that like we weren't really allowing people to have their quote unquote evolutionary journey until they were over 18 and (laughs) and what if we invited our children to have it from day one right what what would that create right um you have a granddaughter and uh we get to see lots of posts about your beautiful experiences with her and so talk a little bit about how you approach her now with the the benefit of the wisdom you have and the the choices you're making. Um, And what are you noticing with her as a young, you know, still very much a baby, what we would call a a toddler, I think. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, it's been really, yeah, it's really been fun because, you know, I see her already in her glory and I, you know, part of me saddens, is saddened because as I see her exposed to other people who place judgments on who she should be and what she should be doing and, you know, rather than um, allowing her to explore her world and then give that guidance of, you know, even at, at at the age of 18 months, I can say to her, how's that working for you, dear? You know, and she gives the energy of it. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. no, don't do that. Like, it's not a lot of no's. I mean, there's some because mm-hmm. that's required in some places. But right. there's also, like, rather than praising and saying, good job, you're a good girl, you did that, I just, you know, say, oh, you put the toy together. I just, you know, acknowledge her. And she just beams yeah. because she gets to own it. And that's what I think yeah. is so valuable is that we can own our own stuff, the good, the bad, all of it, but not with any judgment of shame or guilt or fear of what's going to happen. Like, kid, we yeah. all grew up motivated by fear, <laughs> like, you know, uh-huh. like a lot of us. 
I don't see where that has really worked for us so much. And the other thing yeah. I, I want to be sure to point out is, um, you know, it's in these first five years of life that we really do kind of develop an emotional response to who we are. And we take that forward into our lives. And so as parents, many times it is that five-year-old that is parenting and that is reacting because it's taking on those beliefs that they took in at the age of five or below, and that's how they're reacting from it. So when we can come into that awareness of, I I don't need to be a five-year-old, like I really know some different things now, and and sometimes there's some healing that needs to happen there, but we need to come into the awareness of it first and foremost, acknowledge it for it was, have some curiosity about it, not make it wrong, but then be able to move through it and beyond it. And I, that's how we also move through how we evolve beyond how we were parented. And it's not about making your parents right or wrong. It's really, it's just about who am I being and is this working? And if it's not, yeah. you have the power to change it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that's the biggest thing that we are very super conditioned. And, and there has to be willingness on our part to be conditioned. So it's not like we're victims of this. And and yet, like, that's, that's and, and I would love for you to share if you, if this is what you see in your practice. It's like, this whole thing about we have to do this right mm-hmm. is just, it like sets all kinds of insanity in motion. And, and it's, it's what I notice or what I notice is that that seems to be the, the trip switch that um, is what is like so deeply embedded and, and, at some point that's you know we defend that we're doing we have to do something right and and we mm-hmm. go into all of our argument about but it has to be this way and when we're talking about evolution we're talking about changing you know even on a daily if not an hourly basis for some of us it's like wherever however quickly or or evenly or whatever pace you know a, a person might desire to play with that change is possible like every moment of the day and so yes that can be rather intense for some people and so what would what do you play with when parents come to you or when people come to you <laughs> with parenting questions about you know this but what it, but we have to do this right because we have to show our child what is right and wrong um how do you approach that with your your clients yeah well First of all, when we're in the space of got to do this right, I have to be right about this. This isn't really about what you want to do for your child. It's more about your fear. It's about your fear that if I don't do it right, then it all comes back on me because it's my responsibility. And there's a space of, I mean, there's so much around that. I mean, it's all right. Being right is all wrapped up in judgment. And it's also wrapped up in limitation because if I have to figure out what's the right thing, um, then I'm not trusting something bigger to oh, I love that. be in be in um, my presence, right? Um, I've really yeah. shut the doors to a lot of things rather than being in the question of, I'm not sure what will work best here. So, you know, what else is possible in this situation? And what if, you know, what if him going to jail is the best thing possible? 
Like everything in our world says, but that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. But it's like, but I have seen over and over and over where it was the best. It had the best outcome because it allowed Mm -hmm. the change to happen. So, you know, we pretend we can predict the future and that we know and we really we know we don't, which also gets us stuck because then we can sit there in that space of, well, I'll just wait until the right thing comes along. And then, you know, you never know. So nothing You just stay there. Right. 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 And I mean, I I laugh because I've been in this space for so long in my life (laughs) that when I'm now that I'm more out of it, it's like it is it's just pretty funny that we put ourselves in that place. But I also get that we have this we have bought into a value that we need to be right. I mean, from the moment we're. We go we hit school. We have to be right. You have to have the right answer. If you don't, you get punished, you get graded, you get everything comes on you for being right. And we've got to break that. We've got to break that so that we can step into something greater and that's more possible for us to um, be willing to experience things outside of right and wrong. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that, being willing to experience things outside of right and wrong. And, you know, because as a, as a kid, I knew when my mom was parenting from fear. I knew. And I couldn't have said it out, you know, verbally, like, hey, mom, okay. You know, I wouldn't have called her on the carpet and in some psychological jargon. But I, at some level of my awareness, I knew that something was flawed. So... It's interesting to me that we still resort to that so frequently and <laughs> so intensely yeah. um, for a lot of us, you know. So the the and going beyond it is, it, fear. Go ahead. Well, it is a struggle. I mean, I was just working with a parent the other day, and her son, who does absolutely nothing, he's in his 20s, he lives off of them, he won't do anything, he doesn't honor who they are, you know, and and her desire to make him be that and, you know, this whole struggle of, but it's wrong for him to do nothing. And while, you know, that's not working in her life, there was a place where we had to come to, and what are you really afraid of? What is your deepest mm. fear about this? And is it about mm-hmm. you or is it really about him? Because... We want to empower them to create their own lives. And, you know, that can look like a lot of different things. I often think of all the homeless people out there peddling, and it's like they're somebody's kid, you know, And but they're out Mm -hmm. there creating their life in a way that, you know, it's totally their Mm -hmm. choice. And even though they may not recognize it's their choice, I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but, you know, we have to be in that allowance to – allow them to have that journey to discover for themselves, but we offer guidance. And here's the thing that came up in our conversation was about allowance was, oh, then I just sit back and I don't say anything and I don't care. And I said, no, you ask questions, you're Mm -hmm. curious, you guide in the way of asking questions and being interested in their life, but not by dictating what they have to do. Like nobody likes that. Yeah. You yeah. need to get out and get a job. You need to get out and do this rather than, you know, I see you haven't gotten a job yet. Tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Find mm-hmm. out what their fears are. Find out what's going on for them. Yeah. Yes. There's an option. And I think, too, yeah. there's just something about being willing to allow some 
time and space when we're making these adjustments. You know, because if you started out parenting from fear and you've now you're acknowledging that, mm-hmm. you know, there is a bit of an adjustment because you're <laughs> if you start choosing your evolution, uh, things are going to change for you, and that's going to create changes <laughs> that ripple outward. And there there would have to be a little bit of some conscious addressing of that, yes? <laughs> right. Well, in evolution, you know, just by what we talked about at the very beginning, it's a process. It's not like, oh, I'm letting go of all my fears and I'm going to be an allowance and tomorrow I'm it. You know, no, it's a process. Right. And people on the other side who are receiving this, they're like, hmm, I don't know if I can trust this. I don't know what that's about. Exactly. But you're right. It yeah. does. It ripples out. and. And the more you stay committed to your own awareness and doing, being you. I mean, it just come back to this. Your biggest job as a parent is to be you and to find out what that is and to let go of the things that aren't you. And in that process, you actually will empower your kids. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) I love that. That is a perfect space for us to take a breath and just let that soak in a little bit more. Oh, I'm so glad we record these because <laughs> I'm going to go back and grab that because that is so beautifully put. Thank you for that. Um, so you heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, we, we're going to take a break, take a breath. Uh, just, you know, if you have any weirdness, kind of knocking around in your world as you're listening to this conversation, I invite you to let yourself be with the the energy of that, whether that's uncomfortable, whether it's a little bit awkward, whether it's, you feel like it might be hitting you sideways or creating some sideways push in your world. And just, just have the question, if you would, just go into question, okay, what is the information here for me? And and if you were never able to do anything like living your life or being a parent, if you were never able to do that wrong, what is the information that could actually be revealed to you? And that's what both Mary and I deeply desire for this conversation to be, is the invitation for you to just ask a question, um, to get some more insight, get some more awareness, and to, to get brave with yourself and this evolution thing doesn't have to be uh, a horrible, difficult journey. It could be actually something really fun, really amazing, really magical. And what if this could create a completely different possibility, not only for you to have your life, but for you to create a relationship with your kids and your family, no matter what age they are, um, that is far more enjoyable for you and far more rewarding for all of you. And, Hmm. wow, like, holy moly. If we can get families to that point, like, oh, God, what a world. Uh. So, what a world, yes. (laughs) So you're listening to Aligning Divine. We're having an amazing conversation about evolving parenthood with Mary Dravis Parrish. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. (laughs) Within each of us, There is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show 
every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. And welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. And we are aligning our divine today, talking about evolving parenthood in our Resolve to Evolve series of shows here to take us through the uh, closing of 2019 and into the new in 2020. Oh my gosh, new year, new decade, lots of new going on. And Mary Davis Parish is my guest today. And uh, she is... So, so amazing at what she does. She has also created a fantastic program, and it's called Apparent Evolution. And there is a link to find the information about that. It is right here on this show page. So all you have to do is scroll down or slide down, whichever device you're on, <laughs> and you will find that link, and you can find out a whole lot about that. And Mary, would you just kind of give people a little, a little snippet here of what they're going to be able to play with with Apparent Evolution? Yes, so this is where BU Parenting is evolving into that process for parents because this is because we don't have we haven't received the guidance from our parents. We're kind of a lot of pe- people are feeling kind of like they're doing this blindly and they don't have any direction. So I really wanted to pr- create a uh, community where we are doing this together, like-minded, going in a direction of evolving, but not to the point where we're. Uh, replicating ourselves, but where we're in, supported and encouraged to evolve into our own essence and who we be and to have that nurturance and love and support um, as we grow. And that can look so different than where we may be looking for our own support. So I created a program. There's free stuff. There's also a paid program. So take a look at the apparentevolution.com and you'll find all the details there. I'm excited about it. Love that. Yes, yes. And and your invitation Mary's invitation is really for if you've been a child or you've been a parent <laughs> or you've had a child. <laughs> and yeah, anybody really wants it, to evolve. It, it, it's any age. Yeah. It's really uh and there's there's just so much goodness in this program. So um if you are looking for support to uh I I love it. It's like you, you get to be a parent guide. <laughs> <laughs> to support them to have to offer parental guidance to their children and and if it's not uh human babies it can be fur babies and um mm. if your children are grown um gosh just imagine what you know what could you like shake up in the world of your family in a really good way um if you were to start to recalibrate your energies re you know make some new choices for you and and that can even reach into the new generations of your family. So, holy wow, you know, and as, when we play and with... And also, 
into your own family of origin. I've seen so many changes within yes. my own family of origin that has just created more ease in being in that. <laughs> so I love yeah. that. Yes, beautiful. So I have a, a little something that was kind of popping too, and and um, it's it was around like the statement that came up or the phrase that came up was around like what if we we're willing to, or could we be willing to make this more of our norm to acknowledge mm. uh, the divine and the potency of our children at the moment they were born and every every year of their life and really see them for more than the one role they are playing as our child in that moment. And so what are, what is that for you? And, how do you play with that? You know, I love that because um, if we, those who have had children, when you see that moment right after they're born, I think you recognize mm-hmm. their divine and their awesomeness in this creation. And then I don't know where it happens to it from there <laughs> because um, I want you to also imagine that this is where you started out. And I think where we need to really mm. get to is acknowledging our own divine potency in ourselves, but also in our children, not as a thing that we need to mold them into something else, but to encourage and nurture that divineness that's within them and help them connect to it so that they know it, they be it, and they live through it Um and again, by you doing that through your acknowledgement of your divine potency, you'll be able to do it more easily with your children. But look at them through different eyes, if not something you need to bold into a right or wrongness or, you know, whatever your definition of success is or, or whatever they're supposed to mean to you. Like, there's a lot of layers here to to move through, but yeah. to really just go back to that moment when they were born and to continue to see them in that. I mean, I, I think of my adult children, and when I look at them in that light, there's something that shifts in the energy of how you relate together. Mm-hmm. Like everything else just doesn't really matter other than that. Mm-hmm. And then that's yeah. the space you get to be in together. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it it really, like, what's so beautiful, one of the things that are so beautiful for me as we play with this is when I just tap into this essence of of the the what is possible for us to to then co-create together, you know, as we suspend and or let go of the... um, kind of the the more three-dimensional, conventional um, configuration of parenting and family unit. Like, the things we can actually do together as families, um, mm. it, 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 like, just tapping into that is so powerful, you know, um, that we can actually be acknowledging cognitively like out loud even you know the divinity of of our of each other within the family you know um and we don't have to like you know take on stereotypical roles to do that it it just becomes a part of our norm you know when we talk, it's just like 
how I love to talk about tapping into your essence and living it every day. It's like bringing that spiritual, divine aspect and vibration and energy into our everyday relationships for ourselves and with our families. And I love that you are an invitation to this as well, Mary. It's it, it's just so required in our in this day and time. And and what I know is we've been calling for it. So um, for all of us who are desiring it, it's here. And and if you mm. if any of you listening feel like you can't find it, then please know you can. You just ask. Um, mm-hmm. So Mary, we we've got about two minutes to play with. Any more? You want to drop any more pearls of of um, wisdom, consciousness, enlightenment, uh, evolutionary yumminess? <laughs> Is there anything you well, the, would like to leave listeners with today? Anything else? Well, the. The thing that's really popping for me is, you know, I, we've talked about a lot of things and you may feel um, that as you're listening to this, that maybe there's a lot you feel like you need to get through or get over or break through and you're just like, I don't know how, like, and it is as easy as asking a question, but it doesn't have to be hard. And the thing is to just start and just, you know, ask that question, um, begin to see things from, you know, what else is possible What's a different perspective I can take on this? Let go of any judgment that you may have about it. And it does just kind of unroll. Like, you know, it does just kind of evolve. With yeah. What I find is the less force you put into it and the more you just kind of be with it, um, it just happens. And and that's kind of true about evolution is, you know, there's a, a change to what's going on around us and our environment, and that includes so much of who we are, of how we're reacting and responding to it, to just observe for a while what that is for you. And there's no right or wrong way about how to go about this, but just to start. And in this moment, you've even probably started just by listening to this show and getting some ideas of what's true for you. So thank you, Keisha, for having me on here. It's been a pure delight to bring this you message. You're so welcome. And thank you for coming to play. Thank you for bringing all that you bring to the party. It's amazing. And uh yes, what could we play with this week that would allow us to be tapping into our essence, living it every day and bringing that into our families with our children and having the joy of that. So, Resolve to Evolve will continue next week with another amazing conversation. In the meantime, joy to you, my friends. Have a great week. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.